Pines and Afterthought Media Podcast, on which gay people discuss the Golden Girls. Today, we're talking about Season 3, Episode 6, titled Letter to Gorbachev. First, from show business, please say hello to Adam Salandra. Hello, Adam Salandra. Hi, Joe. I missed you. I missed you, too. At seven days apart is always... When are we going to finally meet in person? That's my question. When are we going to finally meet in person? We have to get through every Greek letter of COVID, I think, before we're finally in the clear. Do you think it'll be weird when we finally meet? Because I've actually met Adam Burns multiple times uh, in person. but uh, It'll only be weird if you make it weird, which right. I think you might. Very good. I'm going to wear something that shows my gut. Speaking of... <laughs> let's... Are you going to take him to the Magic Castle? I... Solandra, have you been to the Magic Castle? Yes. Oh. I was actually thinking of doing an Afterthought Media, because most of the Afterthought hosts now live in L.A. What do you think, Adam, of doing like a, all the Afterthought hosts at, uh, not all, most of them, at the Magic Castle when things die down? Love it. Love, yeah. lo- I would just love to be together. Yeah. All right. And that voice you heard, that sultry southern voice, he's from Geeky Gay, his personal journal podcast, which I, I subscribe to again, Adam Burns. I'm not – I shouldn't even be speaking to you because you quit listening to it. Well, you don't listen to my other shows. You don't know that. You'll, you'll literally go like, what do you think of Drag Race? I go, I literally have a show about it. I don't listen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you'll never know. Please say anyway, hello to Adam Burns. Joe, I'm happy to be here, always. Well, we have very limited time with you. We only have – actually, this is going to be a very short episode because we only have 20 minutes left with you. We're two minutes – into the episode. Oh my gosh, that's just how it was last time you were here four weeks ago. I know, he always has to go. He's so dang busy. I know, why are you so busy all the time, Adam Burns? It's just the timing. If you did it at a, diff- at a different time. I tried. I yeah. want everyone to know I tried, but somebody was not cooperative. Have a literal job. Unfortunately, this isn't paying the bills. Fortunately, hey, I have it, a literal though. job. <laughs> as well. No, Wait, no, well, hold yeah, on. I'm talking to Joe there. Hold I- on. This is my literal job. Well, you pay yourself more, probably. True. Um, when Rose learns that the young girls on her cadet troop are worried about nuclear war, she takes it upon herself to write to President Reagan and Premier Gorbachev expressing her concerns. Mikhail Gorbachev's U.S. representative reports that their leader was touched by Rose's letter pleading for nuclear disarmament and that he is eager to meet Rose, who they all assume must be a little girl, given her letter's naivete. As Blanche and Dorothy ponder how to break the news to Rose, Sophia tries to devise the perfect act for a talent show. Let's go... Um Around the horn here, as I like to say. And let's go to our guest, Adam Burns. Adam Burns, your thought about the episode? Um, it was cute. It was cute. I, you know, um, the kids on these, <laughs> on these shows. Yeah. They always make them out to be so bratty. They really mm-hmm. do. Like, like the most horrible. Rose is trying to, 
you know, it was raining, so they couldn't do their camp out. And she's trying to have a camp out indoors. And the, the little girls are being such jerks to her. You're, you're showing a poster of Golden Girls right now. Yeah, it's a poster someone did, and it's the Golden Girls, but done like as if they were some sort of like in Quentin Tarantino, like, oh, love gangster that. movie. That's amazing. Thank you. That's cool. Um, so anyway, I mean, it was cute. I didn't really, I, you know, and I know they do this in a lot of episodes, and, and I hate to say this, but I kind of, it kind of takes me out of the comedy when they, have an episode that's actually real in the, in the social issue that they're covering, you know, or whatever. And so I'm you mean the like, real oh, part where they we went just... to Russia and, uh, Blanche wanted to fuck everybody in Russia. Well, yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, so I'm like, I can't, can't we just, you know, when people are dying in the hospital of AIDS or something or, you know, episode, whatever, just episodes that are too close to. Well, I think there's an episode life, where but... Rose thinks she has AIDS, right? I think that was coming up a lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> something like that. Yeah. So I, but yeah, it was a, it's a cute episode. Um, and, uh, it, it was enjoyable. And I, I would just wondered the, the, the scene in Moscow mm-hmm. where they're, you know, they're playing those, video of all those people clapping and raising the whatever flags or banners or whatever. I wondered what footage that was, you know, if it was some actual Russian footage. Mm-hmm. But very good. So Landry, your thoughts on the episode? Very good. Um, very similar. I, I think it's a very clever and cute idea. And then that, like we should have maybe made this one a little clip show one. Um, Oh, good it, point. Just, yeah. it didn't do it for me beyond the fact that, oh, that's funny. She would seem like a nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. That's true. That would have been a perfect clip because just those a couple of clips where they're in Moscow. I, yeah, I yeah. Even, in fact, I'm pretty sure on one of the actual clip shows where they do reruns, basically, they used one of those Moscow clips. I, I, I'm pretty sure they did. You know what? I uh, maybe this is jumping, but I just thought of it. The what shocked me is that dream sequence in Moscow. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I like their winter wardrobe. I liked Rose's jacket, and I have never liked anything. I mean, everything they wear is just notoriously hideous. But something about the, the, their winter gear. Maybe they shouldn't be live in Miami. I would have found them more fashionable. Oh, maybe." I want to touch on something that Adam said, which is how they portray children in this show. And yeah. I, I think it speaks to why gay men, except for Adam Salandra, love the Golden Girls because we also hate children. Because <laughs> the Golden Girls, for having all of them having children, notoriously hate children. Oh, I, I do hate children, but I just oh. find it odd that – I find it odd that every time there's a child in this show, they're horrible. Adam Salandra, if you follow his Instagram, is horny for children and take that as you will. But I, I wish he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> wish he wouldn't take that at all. But um, no, Adam Salandra wants to get pregnant. Let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I want would you get to be honest. I, I want you to be honest. God comes to you and says, "Listen, Salandra, either you or Sean can get pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's your choice. Who are you choosing?" Yes. Oh my god, myself. Oh, you want like you want to be pregnant. Yes. I mean, so to speak. I'm not I don't you know what I mean? Like I want a kid and then honestly, aside from that, wanting a kid, I'd much rather be the one being taken care of and then like being like, "Oh, are you okay? Are you put your feet up?" No, that at me. I need to be the flower and I need a gardener. It's funny so that you say that too, because whenever like I see like it could be a woman or a man, like I don't want to be a kept person, you know? 
I'm like, keep me. By the way, Truly. that's that's a, a that's a reference to Adam Burns. You know, well, speaking of you being wanting to be pregnant, I read an article the other day about this woman who decided to leave the placenta attached to her baby until it just fell off. Mm-hmm. I just thought that what what kind of wacky thing is this? That's a lot. She said we were going to eat it, but then we changed our mind and decided to to have a burial for the pl- placenta and a funeral. Oh they even named it. That would that would that would be Salandra. Salandra would do that. Salandra, I'm telling you, wants children so badly. Does it, does it bother you, Salandra, that you biologically cannot mix your DNA with Sean's? Very much. It actually, it really does. It's annoying. Well, I mean, they can mix it. But we only get Please. one. It also bothers me that I would have to spend uh, $180,000 to have a, well, a surrogate anyway. Okay, here's my question. Here's my question. This is a legitimate question. Okay. You have a sister mm-hmm. who nope, shares your that, DNA. I'd be too in my head about like, oh, it's, the kid's really my sister. Blah, blah, blah. No, thank you. I wouldn't want it. Now, if she was 100% willing to do it, I actually would consider it because then I could have a kid. But my sister doesn't even want to have kids herself. Just cause That's she, perfect. Specifically because of the hassle of being pregnant. Oh. Uh, she would consider adopting maybe, but – Otherwise, yeah, so no, it's just not going to work. Hmm. Usually, though, when when two men get a surrogate, a lot of times don't they both submit, mm-hmm. uh, you know, come, whatever you want to call it, you mm-hmm. know, and that way they don't know whose it is. Yeah. But well, when you're married to a black guy, it's going to be pretty obvious. But, but with your sister, you... I, I don't know that well, that would I mean, be legal. Well, no, I, you could I, I would have to bow out. Yeah, the, yeah, you'd scenario. have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I would be – even though it's literally my kid and shares my DNA, I would be jealous. I would be like, oh, it's their baby and I'm just a little too crazy for that. So okay. What if Sean had a sister? Does Sean have a sister? No. But if he did, oh, God, yeah, I would – actually, that – to me, that's the dream scenario. Oh, really? Because then – it's his DNA, but still definitely mine, like straight from me. Well, not straight, but yeah. Certainly not straight. And not even straight from me because my guys are frozen in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, that's right. Because I don't know if Burns knows this. Salandra had testicular cancer. And so right before I had to get it out, just in case I uh, <laughs> saved those babies. Um, could you Could you impregnate somebody now? I don't know. Is the is the uh, amount of your cum has it changed? No. Okay. Go ahead, Adam. What are are you from Atlanta? No, that's just where the service oh. was, and it was it's very affordable. So Whatever. Did they I mail it, first. or did you have to like go there and then? I mailed you... it. They sent me a kit, and oh. then I couldn't possibly say how I, you know, made it happen. But I got it in the little jar, and I mailed it back. And I only pay either a hundred or one hundred fifty a year. For them to store it. Oh, you is, pay for them to store it? Yeah, but that's very cheap, I think. Do they send, I, like, dry ice with it or something? I mean, like, how do you... Because I thought it had to be frozen. Actually, I thought it had to be frozen in order for it to be remain viable. There was something. I don't remember. It was a long time ago now, but huh. there was a whole, a whole to-do. And I always you do met. wonder, like, you know, I am paying for it, and it's like, how do I even know that they're good? I don't. And I'm more than likely adopting, so what am I even paying for? But whatever. 
Um, let's actually talk about the theme here. So, Landry, you might be too young. And actually, I did the Thank math, you. and I know how old Adam Burns is. The little girls in this would be around Adam's age. Um, uh, yeah, because they were eight and eighty-seven. Uh, Adam, what year were you? They would have been born like seventy-eight, seventy-nine. I was born in seventy-eight. Yeah. In fact, the woman who, the girl who plays uh, the little bratty bitch, she was born in seventy-eight. Twins. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so, um, but do you remember being afraid of nuclear war, Adam, and all that stuff? No. Burns. No? I, I don't remember being afraid of that, but, you know, I grew up in South Arkansas, so. <laughs> oh, that's a good <laughs> point. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did not. And I distinct, and I'm a couple of years older than you, and I distinctly remember, like, that was a thing that as a, as a kid, I, I, it really did. I mean, Rose isn't wrong here. Like, I legitimately, I didn't, I didn't doubt that I never had, like, if, if I have a future, but I did have these terrible nightmare scenarios, uh, that, uh, there was going to be a nuclear war and that we were on the brink of a nuclear war and they would have these drills in school, which seem pointless now where you get under your desk. I don't know what getting under your desk during a nuclear war would do, but oh, that's a cute thought. No. Yeah. I do remember those drills getting yeah. getting under the desk. I do remember that, but I, I don't remember specifically being afraid. But yeah, and then they would show you these videos of what would happen after. It was awful, 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 awful time. I remember being so relieved when uh, we that didn't happen anymore. Um, all right, well, since we have such limited time left, let's actually jump to the references. There's quite a few references. Bubbles the chimp, Adam Salandra. Any memory of Bubbles the chimp? No, but I love the sound of it. Oh, really, Burns? You remember Bubbles the chimp? Sounds familiar. Wow, interesting. But so Bubbles the Chimp. <laughs> fucking our world was so weird. Michael Jackson, <laughs> pop star Michael Jackson, uh, would just walk around with a chimpanzee named Bubbles and just walk around with Bubbles, carry Bubbles the Chimp everywhere. It was, it was Michael. It belonged to Michael Jackson. And in fact, uh, at a certain point, Michael Jackson gave up Bubbles the Chimp and sent him to a zoo. And I think Bubbles the Chimp just recently, in the past ten years, died. He died after Michael Jackson, though. Uh, it was a he broken won. heart that killed him. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. Um, Valerie Harper. Sophia makes a sort of nasty joke about Valerie Harper, the actress Valerie Harper, who was on Mary Tyler Moore show uh, with. Oh, you know what's. Oh, my God. Holy shit. I just realized. Valerie Harper. They make this nasty joke about Valerie Harper. And Betty White was on the Mary Tyler. They would have been on the same show together. Um, Valerie Harper was an actress on the Mary Tyler Moore show, very popular. She played Rhoda Morgan Stern, Mary Tyler Moore's neighbor. And in the 80s, she had a show called Valerie that was very popular. And then she had a contract dispute with NBC. Uh, and she walked off the show and they killed her off. And then she sued them. And of her own show? Of her own show. They killed wow. her off her own show. They brought in Sandy Duncan. Right? And they called it Valerie's family. And then they changed it to the Hogan family. But this wow. was a big controversy that she left her own show and that they killed, they literally said, oh, she died in a plane crash. And well, she was only there for one season. Yeah, but it was a hit that it was a, it, but what's even sadder, it, was, it continued to be a hit for a long time after uh, she was on. But yeah, so this, but this would have been in the thick of it. So they're making a joke about Valerie because she says, 
Imagine being on the top and then you're all the way at the bottom and no one likes you or something like that. She goes like, Valerie Harper. Sorry, that that was a joke. Um, President Reagan and Mikhail Gorbachev. Gorbachev's still with us, by the way. Still alive and kicking. Burns, you know who that is? Yeah, he was the leader of the Soviet Union or whatever. Yeah, Solander, you see that. Equal is he like the equivalent of Putin, or is that a different role? In- they've, ch- they've changed it because the Soviet Union dissolved in the. Oh yeah, because Gorbachev was the last premier. They dissolved. I mean, I it. feel like Putin wants it to be the Soviet Union. He keeps trying to. Putin was you know, like Putin take over was, Ukraine, and you can actually other see it's kind of creepy. There's a picture of Putin undercover as a KGB operative, and Reagan is in the Red Square, and you see Putin with like a kid, like undercover right there. But uh, yeah. Um, Cosby kid. Uh, Dorothy calls one of the kids, the, the little girl whose dad, whose mom was a lawyer and dad was a doctor. She calls her, what are you, one of the Cosby kids? Do you get the joke? Adam Burns. Yeah, because Bill Cosby was a doctor and what's her name was a lawyer. On the Cosby. Did you ever watch yeah, the, on the, the Cosby, Cosby show, show, Salandra? Oh, definitely. Okay. I liked it. Uh, next, here's a random one. I forgot to look this up. Imogene Coca. Imogene Coca. How would you? I don't even know how to spell it to look it up. Oh, Emma Jean. Okay. Mm-hmm. She was like one of the early like com- com- comedians in early television. Okay. Uh, I don't remember what the reference is, why they bring her up, but she was a very old lady by that point. And, uh, and would make silly faces and whatnot. I don't remember what the reference is, why they brought her up, but that's who she was. The movie Poltergeist, Adam Burns. Yeah, this little girl was possessed by a spirit, and she she threw up, and it was peace. No, that's Exorcist. Something. Oh, Polter okay, Uh there It was about a ghost, I think. Oh my god, the house kidnaps the little girl, and they have that little midget lady come and save her. Why do I always think Poltergeist is the one with the throwing up? I don't, I don't know. know. I always think that Doctor Zhivago. Oh, I don't know. I've heard it, but I never know what it is. I think a super. I never seen a super long movie with um, what's the name of the guy from uh, uh, Funny Girl? He's really hot. Uh, While you're looking that up, I don't know if it's going to be on your list, but I Omar noticed Sharif. this when I was watching the episode. Um, and it's it's really apropos of nothing. It's it, but I just noticed it, so I'm going to bring it up. Mm-hmm. When the Russian embassy guy comes in and he mentions Coca Cola because she because Blanche uh, spits it in his face because mm-hmm. she's so shocked. She's holding a Shasta. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But he calls it because I know it's it's super super bizarre. He calls it Coca Cola. He's like, oh, it's Coca Cola. I'll take it. And they have all those, like, Yakov Shmirnov jokes, like, uh, that's the most Coca-Cola I've had in six years. You know, you're like, oh, God, okay, come yeah. down. <laughs> um, in Russia, I would have had to wait in line for three days. Adam Salandra, during the dream sequence, uh, Blanche starts singing, happy birthday, Mr. Gorbachev. Do you get that reference? Yeah, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, all right, very good. Oh, you know what? I forgot to look this up. I got really busy with the fried chicken. But um, oh. <laughs> I think Sophia says about the German kid that flew into Red Square. Um, I think that's a real thing that happened. Yeah, here we go. Matthias Rust, still alive, 
Born in 68, is a German a- aviator known for his flight to end with a landing near Red Square in Moscow. On the May 28, 1987, a teenage amateur pilot, he flew from Helsinki, Finland to Moscow, being tracked several times by Soviet air defense forces. Um, and I remember I, that was a, a story. Uh, a little teenage kid flew his plane. I think he was trying to bring a message of peace or something. Uh, okay, at one point, Rose... Is it Ro- oh no, Sophia sings "Thanks for the Medicare." Do you get what that song is, Salandra? Not only do I get it, but we this is I don't know why we sang this a lot in my home, not my home, but my aforementioned best friend. Uh, we used to sing this a lot back when in the day. This version, of course. Really? Mm-hmm. But I don't do know why get, it was. But why? Why was she? What? What was? Uh, it's thanks for the memories. But what's, what's it in reference to? I don't remember what the song's from. I do know the original, but uh-huh. I literally know this one better because okay. of. She's like Bob Hope used to sing it every like performance. It was sort of his song, his signature song, and mm. and on his TV specials, the lyrics would change depending on what happened. He'd be like, "Thanks for the memory." Uh, Pia Zadora sang, and Raquel Welch shook her pussy in front of me, and Charo <laughs> played one. a song. Da, 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 you know, did he say shucked her pussy? Yeah, it was weird. Oh, that is weird. Yeah, he I miss that pussy. Up. Yeah, Bob Hope was pretty raunchy. People don't know that. I love that about him. Uh, Rocky Four. What was Rocky Four about? Adam Adam Burns boxing. Yes, but he box he boxes a Russian guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then finally they make a reference to Jerry Falwell. Jerry Falwell Senior, obviously, um, going down horrible the water person. Slide. He was another preacher, but for some reason, I don't yeah. know why, went down a water slide. I want to say it's <laughs> yeah. probably at that Jim Baker thing. It would have just happened, too. It happened on September 10th, 1987. So oh, it, they just wrote it right in. They wrote it right into the show. They must have just right, right before taping, you know? Because this, this aired, actually, October 31st, 1987. So there's no Halloween, that. and they didn't even do a Halloween app. No, they didn't. By the way, uh, guest star Alan Rich, the one that plays the Soviet like representative... Uh, alive or dead, Adam Burns. Uh, Adam Burns is reading something. He's he's doing another show right now. He had to go. Alive. Adam Salandra. Dead. Dead. Actually, just died though. Twenty twenty. Oh. The age of oh. ninety four. A uh, little bit of trivia here. This uh, episode was inspired by the story of Samantha Smith, a little girl from Maine who, in 1983, wrote a letter to then-Soviet Premier Yuri Andropov about her concerns over nuclear war. She was invited to the USSR to speak to the Premier. Smith later starred in a series called Lime Street, 1985, which stopped production because of her death in a plane crash. Ironically, the show aired on ABC directly opposite uh, The Golden Girls. Um, final judgment, Adam Burns on this episode. Uh, five. Five. Adam Salandra? I, I have to agree. That was my choice as well. I would, I think it's a five episode. To me, this is the definition of a five episode. It's a very, Fives across the board. Very, very short episode, but we, when it comes to Adam Burns, you do not <laughs> fuck around on You get time. what you get and you don't get upset. Yeah. With Salandra, you can't start any sooner. And with Adam Burns, you can't start any later. Adam Burns, thank you so much for being a friend. Uh, anytime, Joe. Adam Salandra, thank See you. See you at Wolfies. Thank you for listening to Shady Pines. You can find Adam Salandra 
on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A-D-A-M-S-A-L-A-N-D-R-A. Uh, you can find Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>